Here we are again. For the fourth time in as many years, we're celebrating another Christmas together. Well, I've done it for four times in a row, and I know that a lot of you have been along for the ride since the very beginning. For those of you who just discovered the show this season, welcome to the family, and welcome to this yearly gathering. I hope wherever you are, and whoever you're with, and however you celebrate, that your Christmas season has been filled with love and enchantment, and I hope that whatever your plans are for the day itself, that they bring with them all the warmth and magic of Christmas and create new memories to last a lifetime. It all came so quickly this year, because Thanksgiving fell on November 28th, leaving the shortest possible time between then and Christmas. Next year's looking only slightly better, with Thanksgiving falling on the 26th, it won't be until 2023 that the calendar provides the longest possible space between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But hey, that's just for people who stick to the mainstream notion of the Christmas season. People like you and me know that the season can begin or end whenever you want it to. Or it can just continue going all year long. But let's take a look back at the official quote-unquote season this year and remember the news and trends behind it and maybe we'll have occasion to revisit some of them in future episodes of the show. Because starting tomorrow, Christmas of 2019 belongs to Christmas past. Well, I for one was excited to see 2019 bring the first major Christmas conferences. To be fair, there have been other Christmas conferences for a long time now, but this year brought us ChristmasCon in New Jersey, which was the first conference where fans of Hallmark Christmas movies could meet their favorite stars. I was so honored to be invited to be part of that event, and I'm looking forward to being part of next year's. There were other events like Christmas Land in Los Angeles, and Christmas in July is coming to Nashville in the summer of 2020. And you guessed it, I'll be there too. I have a feeling these Christmas movie fan meet and greet conferences are going to become a big thing, and we got to see it all happen right from the start. When it comes to figuring out the hottest toys of the season, it's always a little tough. There are several lists from several sources, and they're all slightly different. But that Baby Shark toy shows up on a lot of them. Same for toys relating to Frozen 2 and the Marvel superheroes, plus the perennial favorites like Lego and all things having to do with slime. Slime is still really popular. When it comes to movies, as always, lots of new Christmas movies again this year. Not least of which because the Hallmark Channel is leading the charge with 40-odd made-for-TV romances. But Lifetime is doing its best to catch up, as are its other competitors. Looks like Christmas at Dollywood was the big one this year. Netflix gave us the animated Claws and the live-action Christmas Prince sequel, among others. Disney's new streaming service brought Noel. And Last Christmas was popular at the box office. There were lots of Christmas movies this year, far too many to cover them all, so let's just leave it there. On the music side, lots of new releases, as usual, including albums from the Jonas Brothers, SNL alum Anna Gasteyer, but maybe not really any breakout favorites this year, not that I heard of anyway. And one of the biggest pieces of music news was also a big surprise. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time this year. I kind of assumed it already had years ago, but... Apparently, 2019 was the first time in 25 years that that song reached that distinction. And of course, there was that update to Baby It's Cold Outside from John Legend and Kelly Clarkson. A lot of the trends this year were mostly continuations from last year. 
Things like rainbow Christmas trees and upside-down Christmas trees. Those were all making headlines for the last several years, but they were called out as a hot trend for this year. Same thing with Christmas Eve boxes and weird-flavored candy canes. Apparently, candy cane hair is a festive beauty trend. But I gotta be honest, sometimes it's hard to tell what's a bonafide trend and what's the media reporting on something that two dozen people on Instagram are doing. But candy cane hair does look pretty fun and festive. Ugly sweaters aren't going anywhere, unfortunately, and we saw some branded ones this year, like the Pillsbury Doughboy, Popeye's Chicken, things like that. Walmart made headlines for an ugly sweater it had to pull off its shelves. It showed an image of Santa doing something you wouldn't expect to find Santa doing, and I'll just leave it at that. A study came out earlier this year that ranked each state's Christmas spirit. They explained how they measure that in all of the study methodologies, but Tennessee is number one. My native Massachusetts is 23, and my current California is 48, even though I live here. Well, I guess that just means I'll have to try all the more hard to spread the Christmas spirit where I live. I'll put a link to that study in the show notes for this episode if you want to check it out. Elaborate Christmas television ads are kind of a thing in the UK. They're almost like Super Bowl ads are here. But it may be catching on here in the States, too. This year, Xfinity put out a four-minute-plus ad showing a reunion between E.T. and Elliot, featuring Henry Thomas, who played Elliot in the original film. And again this year, there are lots of new Christmas podcasts. I can barely keep up anymore. The first couple of years I was on the scene, there were maybe a modest handful of new ones every year. But the last couple of years, it's like the floodgates have opened. Christmas Clatter and Sleigh Bells and Mistletoe debuted earlier this year. TV Guide has a new one now, and lots of new ones for kids, like Santa's podcast. Well, speaking of podcasts, there's also this one. Every year I try to branch out and try new things. It's always in addition to the kind of episodes I've been doing all along, and not at the expense of them. So on Thanksgiving, I released that six-part true crime series, My Dear Santa. In case you missed it, you'll find it right here in the podcast feed for Christmas Past. I also started the season in September with the Burr Month's bonus episodes. Those are more free-form and include things like interviews, guest hosts, roundtable discussions, or just me reading you a Christmas story. We also had the first Christmas Past live show recorded at the Great Dickens Christmas Fair in San Francisco. It was the biggest and best year yet for the show, which only makes me wonder what I'll do to top it in 2020. It's a new decade, so it's going to have to be something big. I've got lots of plans in the pipeline, but it's still too early to talk about most of them just yet. But I can tell you about my new spin-off series, Christmas Past Presents Christmas Around the World. It's a new monthly series featuring unique regional Christmas traditions and celebrations from different countries. It's hosted by Chantel Joy Otto from AllThingsChristmas.com and often features some contributions from yours truly. You'll find it right here in the podcast feed for Christmas Past, so there's nothing new to subscribe to. But do make sure you stay subscribed to Christmas Past so you won't miss anything throughout the year. Because guess what? The first episode arrives on New Year's Day. So normally when I end these episodes, I say so long till next year, unless maybe I put out a bonus episode in the summer or something. But this year, that's just not the case. We'll be seeing a lot more of each other in 2020, if you'll have me, and I hope you will, because I love sharing with you all these stories from Christmas past. So instead, let me close this way, by saying thank you. Thank you for listening and sharing your Christmas memories. 
Thank you for joining the conversation on social media. Thank you to everyone who sent me a Christmas card. I was so overwhelmed. And thank you for loving Christmas and spreading Christmas cheer and keeping the spirit of Christmas alive all year long. So once again, let me say that wherever you are and whoever you're with and whatever you're doing, I hope all of that brings you all the warmth and magic that the season has to offer. This is Brian Earle wishing you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.